Hello, I'm John Kenny, the Relationship Guy, and Relationship Coach, helping people to create healthy, intimate relationships. Welcome to the show, the show where we talk about all things relationships with a mix of my own relationship ramblings and some great guests from all walks of life who will be discussing the importance of relationships to them. Hello, so my guest today is an award-winning and certified matchmaker and founder of The Matchmaker UK. She's been seen on the BBC, Real Housewives of Cheshire. She's a dating expert for OK Online magazine and is currently recording her own dating series for Terrestrial TV, amongst lots of other different things. Welcome to the show, Lara Bisbro. Thank you. Thank you for having me, John. You're very well. Thank you for being here. Um, that was a very brief introduction to who you are and what you do. If you can share with the listeners a little bit more about yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be my pleasure. So I am an international matchmaker. I'm MMI certified. So that means that I have um, qualified, who knew there was such a thing, but I have qualified to be able to make personal introductions to people. Mm-hmm. Um, observing the international code of conduct within the dating industry. It's a, it's a dating industry standard. Um, to ensure that we provide obviously due diligence on behalf of our clients you know we do a lot of ID verification and checking that that person is who they say they are professional that they're genuine that they're seeking a relationship and um, then of course myself I head up a team of expert matchmakers and we have a transformation team and our job is you know for want of a better words is to go out and hunt headhunt interview introduce a potential suitor to our clients great that sounds great that's and yeah like you said it's it's not something you really think about you know so many apps and dating sites and stuff but for you to be a certified matchmaker and dating absolutely i am uh, you know so we always say you know you've got your free date apps and then we are you know an elite matchmaker often sits at the top of the dating mm. uh, tree food chain however you want to call it Um, You know, we will often work with clients who have tried everything, tried all the data apps, been completely disillusioned, you know, been introduced by friends and family, been single. Um, They could be divorced, widowed um, or single, you know, solo because of their profession. And they often um, they're unable to do it for themselves. And it's a little bit like whether you would engage someone to sell your house or whether you'll do it yourself, mm-hmm. whether you want someone to look after your banking, you know, you'll have a, a financial advisor. You might have a legal advisor in the shape of a lawyer. And I always say, you know, I am the lawyer of your heart. <laughs> I'm the gatekeeper to your, to your soul yeah. um, myself and my team. So that's what I like to sort of suggest we do and people think you know people will often come and say oh you know I've match made people all my life I've introduced that one and that one and so on and so forth which is fantastic um but often um you know there there will have been no due diligence done you know it's it's very different being able to sort of introduce your sister to your best friend Mm -hmm. Um, we're dealing with people who will they're professional and they may um you know they might head up businesses they might be in the public domain there might be celebrities sports players they could be you know a lady that sits on you know she set up 10 beauty salons starting off you know doing beauty treatments in 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 her kitchen and has now got a successful business but 
ultimately they are people who are professionals requiring professional help to mm -hmm. find a good introduction a good potential suitor yeah yeah someone that actually really suits their needs their lifestyle and what they look really preferences demographic cultural background um individual taste you know there's there's a whole sort of remit of what somebody's looking for and of course um myself and my team you know we will match based on 30 different key pointers that okay. we've identified with them so it isn't the case of oh great you know you sign over your money and we're gonna take <laughs> one and this is what we're gonna we're just gonna throw throw it out there and see what we find it's mm. you know there's psychological matching there's very very in-depth matching that that we go through and of course that's something that i've you know built into the way that my company represents people yeah very very important most definitely uh, what kind of got you onto this journey into matchmaking because obviously you've done a fair bit um, in in your life, you, like you said, you were on the, the the Housewives of Cheshire. You're working for online magazines, like you know, pretty high up and well known magazines. And you're actually getting your own TV series. So, how did you get into this? What kind of was your interest in matchmaking, and how did you go on this journey? And where did that sort of success and uh, come from? Brilliant question. You know, my background. I've I've spent thirty years working in the PR communications industry. You know, I cut my teeth in a, you know, the whole sort of celebrity PR world in the 90s in London, worked um, in, in a fantastic agency. And then I moved overseas, left London, moved to Munich, uh, couldn't speak German, couldn't do PR. So I built an international play concept over there, always entrepreneurial, built mm -hmm. and run that. And of course, I'm I'm mum to three kids. I was married. Um, I had an international divorce. Oh, my goodness me. Don't get me started on that. So uh, that, you know, arrived back in the UK in 2014, built a digital agency and always worked in sort of communications um, and, and marketing and have a real sort of knack of branding and growing businesses and products and services. And all the while, you know, the the, the sort of the, the key skill set that I had running right from, you know, really in my teens was I've always introduced people I've always introduced people whether it be for business or pleasure so I was I've always been matchmaking oh, okay um, you know I've always been networking and wherever I've been in the world you know I've I don't know if it's because I've got that kind of face or you know I'm just a gobby Jewish girl you know and <laughs> I have always been able to you know without people realizing extract information from them and know how to kind of assist and help them okay, I'm a fixer. I'm a helper. I love helping people. And when my divorce culminated after five long, horrendous years, I was I was married to a narcissist. Um, it was a very abusive marriage. And I managed to escape in a different country with my children, bring my children back to the UK. I've got three beautiful children and carry on with my digital marketing. It kind of led me to um, 2019 was kind of my my year when it all came crumbling down, you know, the international divorce, mm -hmm. the business that I was heading up. And I decided in the midst of my um, menopause, yep, going through that too, <laughs> it was time for change. Don't do anything by halves is what you're saying. So I decided that, you know what, I'm going to do what I love. I'm going to be a matchmaker. I'm going to change my career. I'm going to change my life. I'm going to do this. I'm going to launch this business. The pandemic hit, mm. 2020, the whole world 
my whole world had crashed in 2019. So yeah. I kind of found that I had the skills to deal with all of that. Everybody mm. else's lives were literally people. I mean, I, I think, you know, and I still talk about it to this day. People could not believe how from one day to the next, we were all locked up yeah. in this crazy global pandemic. Yeah. And there I was launching a new business yeah. <laughs> and my business grew and flourished um, based on the fact that obviously I had already had that PR marketing skill set. I was already armed with all the tools, but I wanted it. I started out by building this, by helping all of my single female friends. Mm. That's how it started. And I had no idea that matchmaking was such a big global industry anyway. So of yeah. course I literally had to build the business, learn my skills, learn my trade. I did my certification in lockdown whilst homeschooling three kids. It's like, it's a bit of a blur now, but I just did it. And of course I was matching people. I kind of started off by matching everybody for free. And then I built the business and then come February, 2021, um, you know, we'd gone limited. Um, I say we at that point, it was just me. And, you know, BBC came knocking. They were looking for someone with a pandemic love story. And okay. they they somehow found, you know, they searched for Matchmaker. They found me, found my business. I was able to provide them with um, a couple that I had matched in the pandemic who was still yeah. together. Right. That then led to me being picked up by the Real Housewives of Cheshire in, in the pandemic. It was still in lockdown. We were filming that. Yeah. Um, and I was... At that point, you know, menopausal, incredibly overweight because I had been locked up with myself and three children in the pandemic building this business. So I'm not afraid to say that I drank myself into a stupor, put on loads of weight, went on air in, in April of, um, you know, and filmed The Real House of Cheshire, kind of like a size 18. And when I look back, I was like, oh my goodness me. So I've spent the last year putting myself through the transformation that we also have a transformation team, which is obviously how I then met yourself because yeah. I've got, you know, we work with day coaches, relationship coaches, PTs, you name it. Yeah. Uh, we offer a very holistic approach to our clients, which I'm very passionate about. And I've put myself through that lost five and a half stone transformed my transformed my fitness, my mental health. And I'm very passionate about being able to not just match make, for our clients, but help them on that journey of self-development, which I'm very passionate about. I've done it. Yeah. I believe that there's always a better version of ourselves mm -hmm. that we can work on, which is obviously John, how, you know, how we've met. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, that's how I work with my clients. It is that, it is that how do we become the, the, the best version of ourselves? How do we create that space for us that can then enable us to go out into the world and create the best relationships possible absolutely you know people come to us wanting us to create an introduction for them but I always say to them you know would you put your house on the market today looking exactly how it looks mm -hmm. probably not you're probably going to get the estate agent in and they're going to say to you put in a new kitchen, renovate the house, get the decorators in, landscape the garden, we can add an extra five, 10, 50 grand onto the, pro the sale of your house. And I say the same to my clients. I say, if I take you how you look now, are you ready? Well, often the client will say, yeah, absolutely. You know, be because what they're doing is they're projecting outwards. It's their version of what they think they are like, how they are, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah. um, when it comes down to the introduction stage, we can only work with what we've got. Mm -hmm. We can only work with how you look, the photos that we've taken, yeah. the interview that we've done with you. 
But what happens when we start to peel off the layers? Mm. If you do any work on yourself after your divorce, mm. have you addressed the issues of grief that you're dealing with now that you're widowed? You know, and what happens is we'll bring a fantastically healthy introduction to them. Mm. They'll go on the date. And then it all comes crashing down because mm. the date, maybe he looks like their spouse that's passed away. Maybe she starts presenting with the characteristics that he divorced his ex-wife with and it all starts to crash. Yeah. So we have to make them aware, not make them, but guide them towards how we need to look at that version of you. We don't want to introduce that version of you. We want to introduce the best version of you, mm. the version that's addressed those issues that went wrong in your last relationship. Yeah. yeah. You know, the let's do we need you to get some weight on or weight off? Do you need mm. to be fitter? Should mm. we do a full makeover on your wardrobe? I mean, you know, I've just taken on a client who very successful in their career, they're divorced, they've got expectations, but physically, you know, we've said to them, how about we get your teeth fixed? You know, and you might say, well, hang on a minute, how superficial is that? Somebody should love me for the fact that my teeth are crooked and yellow. But we can only work with the image mm. that we've got of you. We've got one chance to get you in front of that said other person. And we've got to convince that other person, this man or woman is the person that you've been looking for. And these are the reasons why. And if they look at it and, and people are very, very visual, mm -hmm. that's how we work. You know, we look with our eyes, we're visual. And for for whatever reason, that person goes, mm, teeth are really important to me. Yeah. We fail because they're going to judge. Excuse me one second. I've got a plug in. They're going to judge that person instantly on the facts that they've got crooked yellow teeth and they don't like that. Boom. That introduction's gone. Yeah. They haven't read the profile. Because it's not just what they look like there. It's what well, someone's looking at and go, what does that say about that person as well? That's right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, the other person may say, well, you know, my teeth aren't, you know, important to me. Um, I used to smoke, but I don't anymore. But we can't get that information over because the person, when they see that image, has instantly said no. So, you know, I, I chatted to you earlier about when we had, you know, somebody saying they declined an introduction because the gentleman had bald head, you know, okay. was, was bald-headed like yourself. Yes. Some people choose to shave their hair off as a fashion statement. Mm. Some people lose their hair because they are, you know, they have an illness. Some people lose their hair because genetically it falls out at any stage in your life. Mm -hmm. It happens. Does that mean the person hasn't got a good personality? You know, so these are complex, complex issues that we're dealing with yeah. from my business and not certainly from your business, John, as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that, that the pandemic was a, the first lockdown, especially made a it shifted my, my whole business because I was working with people that were already in sort of toxic, narcissistic type abusive relationships because my history from my own relationships is pretty much checkered in that attracting the people that end up me feeling like I'm being abused, even though I'm choosing them because I'm used to being in the abused space. Yes. Um, and then coming out of the first lockdown, I had so many people say, look, I've been on my own the last three months and I want to understand why. I've never found the right type of person. Why, why have I spent this last few months like me really thinking about me and what role do I play in all of this and the common denominator in all of these issues within these relationships well if it's always going one way it must have something to do with me so then that's when I shifted my focus into helping people to create 
and attract healthy relationships in coaching rather than dealing necessarily with the difficulties in yes. um, because there is and I guess maybe with the matchmaking that's what that space that now you're finding yourself and I think through the pandemic a lot of people were like okay there's something going on here and I really want to be with this person that I'm looking for and you can help them like you say holistically to be able to create that relationship they've never been able to find necessarily it's we have a very difficult job because we have to it's very different to potentially most people are familiar with recruitment where a recruitment consultant is looking for a person to fill a particular employment role Mm -hmm. forgive that noise that is the the gardener who I'm in shock that he's turned up (laughs) Um, amazing he you know he doesn't understand having regular but anyway I don't know (laughs) (laughs) it comes as well I don't know how it how it works um so we have the scenario where we are looking for something that perhaps the individual doesn't really know what it looks like themselves and they think they know what they look like Mm. and we work on all of the list of preferences, expectations, aspirations, ethnicity, heritage, culture, religion, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, physical preferences, mental preferences, et cetera, et cetera. But still, if that, that person can have an ideal of what they want and it may not exist mm-hmm. and it's dealing that 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 is then being able to bridge that gap and again as i said you know if you if you look at a a recruiter you know they have got to fill a job spec with a human Mm. and of course they've got to then convince the employer to take that individual based on the individual person's employment history educational level etc etc but ultimately it will boil down to the human relationship the employer will interview the candidate and if they if for any reason they do not like it happens instantly it's yeah. how we as, as humans you know of course all the sort of science behind how we make that sort of chem- chemical connection with the human being and of course it's exactly the same when you meet somebody our job is to get the person to go on the date yeah and we've already dealing with a barrier because we've got to get the person to agree to go on the date. Yeah. Now, what we've done is we've met the person that we're suggesting they go on the date with. We've met them. Mm-hmm. We've interviewed both sides. We've done as much due diligence as we can, finding out as much as we can about it. So what we've got to do is persuade our client to go on a date. And of course, here it's it, it's something that you and I have talked about before. Here lies the main issue, because that person will say, "No, I don't want to go on the date because of X, Y, Z," and then say, "And you are failing me as an agency because I said to you I want somebody X, Y, Z in your prison." And, and so, of course, it's working with expectations. Yeah, it's helping that person to step out of their comfort zone and believe in the process mm-hmm. trust us as their experts yeah and take a step into the unknown and the unknown is going on a date yeah. and most of the time when we get them over that threshold and again this is my skill set 
my skill set and this is why I have built a successful company and we do very well and we've got great a great team mm-hmm. is because we know and understand how frightening that can be. Yeah. I've been on the single scene myself. My team have. We know what it feels like to feel scared, unsure, um, frightened, um, not ready, um, ready to blame everybody else for, you know, I can't go on that. He never called me. She never did this. I went on the day. This happened, this happened. And it's the same feedback that will come back each time when we all know that the reason why that's happening is because of the individual. Yeah. And the all of the areas that you know that they haven't worked on, that they need to work on, you know, their attachment style, their dating style, so on and so forth, that you and I both work on when we're working on behalf of a client. And this is why, again, it's so important for anybody you know that's listening in who is either single or widowed, divorced, ready to start the dating journey or not ready to start the dating journey. The most important thing, and this is what I emphasize, is you have to have a dating strategy. Okay. Just like you are going to go and buy a house. Mm -hmm. You don't just decide from one day to the next, I'm going to go and buy a house. What area? What's your price range? What kind of house is it going to be? A flat, terrace detached? You know, where do you want it to be? Mm -hmm. When are you going to start looking for it? How long are you going to give yourself to look for it? I start this journey with every single client and say, what's the dating strategy? Are you ready? Right. Not ready. Mm-hmm. Are we going to have to introduce you to one of our date coaches, i.e. yourself, John? Mm. What's going to make you ready? Is it going to be losing weight, gaining weight, getting some tweakments done, having your hair restyled, having a capsule dating wardrobe put together? Have you thought about what it is that person is going to look like you know if you can't answer yes to the dating strategy you are not ready you know you you are not ready because you haven't thought about you know so people will go oh that you know the date apps are absolutely crap there's no men yeah. there's no women yeah. all women are this yeah they make these sweepy sabers i can't date because you know it's full of crap mm. It's because you haven't got a dating strategy. You've got no idea what you're looking for. If you don't know what you're looking for, how the hell are we going to match you? How are you, John, going to get them into any shape Mm. for coaching? So I always say stop, absolutely stop. So what we do is, uh, you know, I've I've got a fantastic um, guide that we've written on how to date successfully. It's our it's our way of preparing our clients okay. to go on that journey, and it's it's absolutely fundamental. If you want to meet somebody and and have a successful relationship, before you do anything, you've got to ask yourself, you know, what's your dating strategy? And again, I I speak to the most incredibly high powered people. My clients are CEOs. They are super high net worth individuals. They are from the world of celebrity. They are sports players. They are, you know, incredible athletes. They could be high court judges. We've got police officers, lawyers, you name it. They've studied for years at their profession. They are incredible at their achievements. Have they got a dating strategy? No. (laughs) I think it's one of those things we don't think about. It's not anything we're taught. It's not anything that we're we're in, you know encouraged to think about at all is it it's interesting i do that with my clients is not necessarily a dating straight but like a want list for their relationship and and like 90 percent, i would say is i've never thought about that before 
because we're not we we just we're taught that we go and go out we're going to meet someone we might connect we might not connect but there's no thought no no guide there's no you know some people do have a dating strategy you could call it an agenda Mm -hmm. you know they'll say and and it is something that's more present in the earlier years of your life and that's because we are genetically geared designed to procreate mm-hmm. so gen- so so our, our genetic disposition whether we are looking for same sex whether we are looking for heterosex etc etc will impact in our earlier years as to how because we're potentially looking to breed mm-hmm. so that that is the way that you know and and so that's really interesting because what then happens, and again, I don't want to go into sort of too much of the sort of sciencey side, because again, I'm, I'm actually not, not qualified to do so. This is just where I have researched and learned about it myself. Yeah. As we get older, what's really interesting is we still think that we're programmed and attracted to where what we were interested in in our 20s, which was where we were genetically supposed to be getting ready our fertile years to prove. Yeah. But you see, our life's changed. Yeah. We've had a career. Mm. You know, our bodies have changed. We might have had babies, gone through menopause as a man, you know, you know, our, our hair falls out. We get, we, we put weight on around our middle and so on and so forth. And so what's going to happen is we may say, and often a man will say in his 50s and 60s, he's still attracted to a woman in her 20s and 30s, but she is not in her 20s and 30s looking for a man of that age. She's looking for a, you know, a, a, a fertile, mm. well, you know, in great shape kind of person, that, you know. And so it's about being able to manage, yeah. you know, not just the, you know, the mental expectations, but the physical expectations of, yeah. you know, We've got to accept aging. Yeah. And who's um, going to be attracted I, to you as much as who you're going to be attracted to, right? You no, know, I'm really, really passionate about, you know, people being ageist mm. and sizeist. Mm. You know, again, you know, until you meet somebody, how can you possibly say you know, there's the media plays such a big part in this, don't they? About how, you know, how could this gorgeous man still be with this? overweight woman Mm. look at her when he could be with anybody and then you have that man having to to defend oh well my wife is just as beautiful and now now that she's you know 20 stone heavier so what it's disgraceful the media sort of promoting this Mm. yeah i mean that's very interesting what you say is that there's a preconceptions isn't it of what's what people want the beliefs that we carry around relationships and all of that stuff needs to be addressed in order to be able to bring the right type of person towards us rather than maybe these preconceived ideas and like you said maybe that genetic stuff that we're still buying into especially I think you like you said as men because we have the testosterone we still were able to produce children women very different to women absolutely absolutely and so um, I'm really passionate about supporting uh, men and women at any stage in their life and not focusing on on age. That's really important to, to, to my company. Um, really, really important in, in, in the matching process that we're looking at all aspects and attributes of, of another human being and not focusing so much on size, age um, and so on and so forth. Yeah which is which is really really important and and also that attraction energy isn't it i mean when you meet someone that's when you're really going to know whether you like or whether you're you're attracted to them or not yes and you know you know this which is something that you know going going into your area of expertise which is of course attachment styles Mm. and you know 
you know, there's there's so much all over the inter- internet and people coming to us saying, you know, I've done a Myers-Briggs, um, oh. done a personality test. I don't use any form of personality testing. And the reason why is this. We don't need a computer at my company to identify for us um, what personality type a person is, because you do that personality test on a computer any any different day, depending on the mood you're in, whether you've consumed alcohol, whether you've eaten a full meal, etc. You will get a different result. Mm-hmm. And so I I don't subscribe to it. We don't use that as as a company. What what we do is really old fashioned. We use human conversation and we like to communicate with that person we will ask that person about you know whether they are you know codependent and you know whether it is important them to you know their attachment style because of course that does um help us in the matching process as to you know if that person is fully codependent then they're not going to potentially want to be with an alpha who has no time to commit to that level of in-depth um entanglement within the relationship and so of course you know we're very aware of that and so that's that is really important but we we communicate to our clients in the profiling stage we identify that and we tend to find that you know people you know we we are sort of you know as as human beings you know with our personality traits etc you know we're not going to change dramatically through the dating journey we are who we are Mm. we can work on ourselves but we'll still have a type we'll still have personality traits that they're never going to change Mm. within that journey are they john so we have to be very mindful and aware of that not just us as the matchmaker but also the individual the client the person that we're working on behalf of Mm. you know somebody comes to us and says you know i used to be married to this and now i want that that could be an ideal, but it doesn't mean it's going to work because that isn't what's going to suit you. No, definitely not. I think I've, this is, I've talked about this stuff in my own journey. I've always been attracted to what I would describe as anxious type attachment people who would be very much because being an, I came from, I'm an, I was an avoidant type person. So I would, uh, what's called a fearful avoidant, I'd get like, I'd be fully 110% in on a, on a relationship right at the start which would then draw anxious people out of themselves, given us the safety security that they needed in order to reciprocate affection. And then my avoidance start would then kick in. I go, I can't do this. I don't know how to do this. Um, please take me back to my safe space. And then I'd start to back off and then they would start to move towards me. That would cause a lot of anxiety for them, a lot of fraught kind of distraught behavior, which would then cause a lot of abusive type situations to evolve. Then I did a lot of work on myself and ended up marrying another fearful avoidant. So I thought I'd change type, yeah, type to choose somebody healthier. But actually, what I did was choose somebody that was even more avoidant than I was. And every time, then because I'd got over kind of most of my avoidant behaviour, I was trying to connect with them at a deeper level, and they were going, "Oh no, I don't know. I'm not. I'm like you. You used to be." And and I was and, and didn't didn't know how to engage with me and connect with me at a deeper level. And eventually, she was the wrong person too. And there was no another the abusive type, you know, distressed, emotional type behaviour that I was used to, but the relationship was still completely wrong for me. Um, and it's interesting that I shifted my mindset, but so far to the other side that I ended up attaching to somebody or attracting somebody that was completely opposite to what I was used to, but also not in the right space because I didn't yeah. know 
what I was doing in that space. Yeah. And I think that, you know, something that you've just touched on, um, the, the really important sort of part of what uh, both you offer as a service and we offer at the Matchmaker UK is, is the journey of self-development. Um, I, I truly believe that we're always we're always learning about ourselves right. and that we don't come finished and polished. We don't come ready for anything. What we are is on a journey and that the journey that we take our clients on and the journey that you, you know, coach your clients through, it's a it, it's an ever evolving journey. And I think if if somebody is happy to accept that that journey may not ever reach its final destination, but that you embrace that it's a journey for development, mm-hmm. um, potential change, because not everybody wants to change, is able to change or ready to change. Um, I do feel that it's 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 just such a it, it should be something that's fantastic. Um, you know, we celebrate every uh, uh, the Matchmaker UK. You know, it's all about for us celebrating the the joy of bringing two complete strangers together. Mm. Um, some people might might be listening in saying, you know, that's alien to me. I find that unnatural. I find that really wrong. But unfortunately, in the very very busy complex world that we live in now where so much is digital behind screen human interaction just seems to be diminishing Mm. um, all sorts of different reasons and so what we are in the business of doing is bringing people together who would have never ever for whatever reason in their life had the opportunity to meet that person and and that's what we do Mm. um you know I'm really passionate about it and of course I've built I've built an entire business around it and I have the the absolute pleasure of working with people like yourself you know I work day in day out helping people people and hopefully making people happy my clients may be listening in saying yes but you don't always make us happy (laughs) (laughs) but I guess guess on on a side to that it's there it's them that makes themselves happy so again you're bringing you're bringing them together hopefully with the ideal environment that is the goal you know that's the dream that's the goal that's our intention um you know that's you know what we specialize in day in day out and have have your personal relationships made any difference to this journey that you're on now because you mentioned this a narcissistic abusive relationship that you needed to escape from um did that as that kind of said i know my personal history is why i'm in this job that i do now because if i hadn't been through everything i've been through with the relationships i'd had the upbringing that i'd had i wouldn't be in this position now where i really was this passionate to help people to create healthy relationships is yeah, that kind of did that sort of sway you towards this space that you're in um i mean it, it, it didn't sway me towards it but I can certainly um, agree and say that my personal experience, not just from my long narcissistic, mentally abusive, hideous marriage, but also my eight years, uh, varying various different times, the last eight years on on the singles, on the single scene. Right. Those those multitude of of experiences that I've had that helped me make the decision that this is what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so absolutely. So my, you know, my experience, my awful experiences and my wonderful experiences um, uh, guided me towards certainly wanting to change career and do this. And I wasn't really sure in the start of the pandemic, you know, when I'd, when I'd come away from, you know, as I've 
touched on at the beginning of, of our chat, when I'd come away from, you know, my, my previous business and my experience with divorce and, and so on and so forth, I wasn't entirely sure what it looked like that I was going to do, but I knew that I wanted to help all of my single friends. I just believe there had to be a better way of doing it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've obviously shaped this business around my own experiences and um, how I want it to be so much easier and more beneficial for our clients. Yeah. Um, and people will say, oh, you know, it must be, you know, you're a matchmaker. You must get to meet, you know, all the best people. Um, I get to meet amazing people. I get to meet troubled people. I get to meet people at all different stages in their life as, as you do. Um, and there is no perfect person ready to date. You know, there, there really isn't. And mm. people often will tend to think, oh, you know, why is it just me that's single? Why is it just me? You know, all my friends are married, happy. You know, and we always say you, you'd be amazed at what goes on in people's behind closed doors in people's lives. You know, people are led to believe that there's such perfection in you know they look on social media all these Mm. happy couples you know and life is oh so much happier and greener on the other side isn't it you know but it just isn't and I just think that we all have to be really kind to ourselves and and you asked me actually you asked me for um a quote Mm. which I wanted to I wanted to give you my my current quote on my social media as of today which if anybody cares to look is the matchmaker uk on Instagram or Facebook. Um, You can also find our website like that, which is thematchmaker.uk. So my quote is, I love you for all that you are, all that you have been and all that you will be. And that's one of my favorite quotes. Mm -hmm. Basically, you wait for the person who loves every version of you. So it's worth waiting for that person. Definitely, most definitely. And it's it's, it's worth, again, doing that work on yourself in order for that person that you really are to come out to be seen at the same time yeah yeah um that's amazing thank you you've given us a link there to your website you mentioned the guide to dating is that something people can get from your website it's something that we provide for our clients right. and it's certainly something that if somebody you know approaches us and wants to join our network then when you join the network it's certainly something that we provide awesome. people with it's a it's, it's a fantastic resource Okay, may possibly be eventually available on the website to download us watch this space okay well, that, that's uh, something for people to keep an eye on. but if you're interested in working with laura at all and with matchmaker uk um you know do visit the, the website the details of how to connect will be in the show notes um i think this is a conversation that we might need to again return to uh, and talk about in a bit more detail but thank you very much for sharing your time with us today my pleasure. Um, absolutely fascinating to hear what you do and how you help um, and how you got there. And, and um, I think it shows the people that there are so many layers to this relationship malarkey thing that we're all involved with that everybody in the world is uh, has some kind of interest in. Um, and for you to be able to find that right type of person, there are so many things that we actually do really need to consider and, um, and, and not just hold out to hope and, 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 and really need to kind of think about this as we move forward. Like you said, if we're going to invest in ourselves and we're going to invest in the future and invest in the rest of our lives, it's something we really need to think about to bring the right thing towards us in order to be able to do that. Absolutely. 
thank you again it's been a pleasure talking to you and i look forward to speaking to you again soon thank you thank you for listening please subscribe follow and review the show that is very much appreciated and please do reach out if you would like to know more about how you can create healthy intimate relationships in your life i will leave you with this quote from carl bond although we can't go back and make a brand new start we can start now and make a brand new ending i look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the relationship guide